guys, it's Fabiola Rivas and welcome to the Fabulous Podcast. I recently went to a dinner with my friends and we were having such a great time. I saw people I haven't seen in years and I was catching up with them. I was catching up with a lot of people actually because lately I've just been working so much I haven't socialized at all and it's fine. I'm cool with sacrificing my social life for what I want to achieve in my life and after the dinner, I thought, wow, it was really great catching up with these people. It was a lot of fun. I truly had a lot of fun. And then later, I was talking to my friend who was there, and she said, that was so boring. Everyone was blah, and the conversations were blah, and it was very blah. And I just wanted to get out of there, which she did. She left early, which I didn't understand why. And now I understand why. But you hear two different stories, right? You hear how I was very engaged with everyone and she wasn't. And keep in mind, this is someone who is as chatty as me. We'll chat forever. Uh, the problem is that sometimes she likes to rely on other people's energy to be the energized one in the room. And what I mean by that is have someone who's really engaged in conversation, really the life of the party. She'll piggyback off of that and become that kind of person too, which there is nothing wrong with that. But it's very interesting how us two were in the same room with the exact same people having two different experiences. And we were in one table, guys. This wasn't like we were far away from each other. We were in one table and I thought we were having so much fun. And she thought she wasn't, which is very interesting how that shows how we tell our story and something as simple as a dinner just proved to me how easy it is to tell our story now i went into the attention of hey this might be fun this might not i don't know we'll see where it lands and i usually try to read people and ask the right questions of Oh, um, what you been up to? And then go into that. Or somebody will be like, oh, what are you up to? And then I'll go on a tangent of my long ass stories of what happens to me all the time, which is something crazy all the time. And if that person finds something relatable, they will piggyback off of that. So that's how a conversation flows with me. And I always get very excited about things. Now, my friend didn't do anything wrong. She was in a mode of, okay, I got to go to the dinner and then I got to go to this other thing and then I got to go to a meeting at the end. So it was more of a business mentality of I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do that. Again, energy is everything i had more free time i went into the mentality of i'm gonna go have fun there's gonna be mimosas because i really wanted a mimosa even though it was dinner <laughs> it's okay you can have them all the time i just love them anyways i went in to going to have fun she went into 
I'm just going to do this and then I'm going to move on. I'm just here to show myself and then I'm out. Different energies tell different stories. And yes, you can go into the mentality of, oh, I'm going to have an amazing time. And then something happens to ruin the whole damn thing. That is also possible. But what we do with the information is what happens next. And my friend said it was very blah and boring. So it's going to make her think about going next time. Or it's going to make her forget it. Because we don't remember the boring stuff in our lives. Maybe we do. Maybe we don't. I don't know. I'm going to remember the experience as something memorable. And it was fun. And I'm just painting this fun story of my life. And I'm not saying go to my mentality. My mentality is the best. She just wasn't vibing with anyone in the room. Because we are a certain group of people. And one one story we talk about is what brings the whole room to laughter. Another story can be so dull and boring. It's like going to a concert and... Your favorite artist is on, but you only know one song. And if they don't play that one song, the concert was lame. If they play that one song you know, it's going to be freaking epic. See the difference in that is sometimes it's just not flowing with the people. But what you do with it is up to you. For me, it's always a mentality of, I'll see what's going to happen. It may be fun and maybe not. I don't know, but that's the exciting thing about life. And it's so funny because somebody, well, it's not funny because you're not laughing, but it's very interesting how somebody always brings up the fact that I never have a dull moment. And that's how I like to live my life. My life is very unpredictable. Something always happens. I embarrass myself a lot of times. I get excited about things, uh, things become boring and stuff. My life is a whole roller coaster ride, but I never have drama in my life. So to you, that might be boring. If you love drama, yeah, my life is one pile of dullness. To other people, it sounds amazing. My lifestyle of something new and exciting every day. What is that like? Wow. See, I'm not everyone's cup of tea. That's why my life is custom to me and me only. Because I like this roller coaster of a boring, non-dramatic life. It's freaking fantastic. Everything you see on social media that I post, that is me at my finest. Living my best life. Because I do. But... My best life isn't going to Europe. It's not spending thousands of dollars going to Vegas. Well, I've been there too, but I don't go to the extravagant, luxurious place. I don't go to Bora Bora. I don't travel first class and all that stuff. I'm not doing the crazy stuff that other people are doing. I traveled eight hours to Yosemite and have an amazing time. That's what I do. Do I want to travel to all these amazing countries? Hell yeah, I do. But I work with what I got. It's all about grounding myself. And to me, my life is pretty exciting of what I do. It really does. And I want to change it. I'm getting kind of tired of the unpredictable and want to try being predictable for a hot second. Like I want to try something different because it's fun doing something different that you didn't do. It's just the way I roll. I want to try something new like that. 
And to you, that might sound very strange, but you get to customize your life. And if that dinner wasn't proven up, I'm about to prove you even more. So this person who says, oh, like you always have something fun going on. And I say, that's because I love life in general. I work so hard to be in the state of happiness. It's all about rewiring yourself. And I know sometimes we need proof that what we want is happening. But we got to listen to ourselves more because it's really, really there. And they were like, what the heck are you talking about? Because they don't know the whole manifesting and the whole thing about that. And I'm teaching them that everything we want is there. And they're new to LA. They're from the Midwest. So they haven't met a lot of people. I told that person, you're going to meet a lot of people and you got to be open to it. You got to be open to new things. And maybe you're not. Maybe you're not open to new things. Maybe what makes you happy is being indoors all the time. My sister's like that. She loves being an introvert and staying home all the time. Yeah, she likes to do things here and there, but it's custom to her life. And it's crazy because she doesn't work. She doesn't drive. Uh, somehow she gets money into her account all the time. And she is living her best life in a committed relationship. Doesn't have a lot of friends, but she's not lonely. She just loves this life of being an introvert. The life she sees I live, she says, hell no. I will never live a life like that. That is very uncomfortable. I don't like it. You do you, boo. That's what she says all the time. She's not going to be role modeling after me. Hell no. She, no thanks. She just says, if you find something that's easy and I get money, that's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> because we're two different people like that. And I understand that what makes her happy is completely different. Before, I used to baffle me. Where I used to be like, don't you want to go out with your friends and do something fun? She would always say, nah, I just want to be home. It's way more easier <laughs> than going out and all this stuff. So I'm like, okay, I only care about you. If you're happy, that's awesome. If you hate just being stuck at home all the time and it's bothering you, why aren't you doing something about it? That's why I keep saying you get to write your life. You get to do whatever you choose to. If you are modeling after somebody, you're going to feel empty. And I just did an episode on envy. You're going to feel so empty. You're not going to find the purpose of it. And a good example is Thor. And I know I'm going into the Marvel Universe where he was supposed to be king of Asgard. And he worked his way for that. And then when he lost all of that, it's almost like he lost himself, his identity of who he is. Because he was modeling after what his father said, this is your life. This is who you're going to be. And the moment he lost that, it was a identity crisis of like, then who am I without this? And that's why we always go back to our foundation. What is it we are working towards that is our own? And the reason we are lost is because we lost our identity of what was. And it's time 
to find out who you are. It's crazy because one of those people is my mom. She no longer has to raise three kids on her own. But she acts like she's raising three kids on her own. She really does. She works super duper hard. And it's because she doesn't want to face that feeling of being lost. She doesn't want to face a new identity that is hers. And that happens to a lot of parents when they dedicated their entire life to their kids. They don't know who they are. And it's so crazy because I almost fell into that. I know I don't have kids, but I spent a whole lot of time raising my sisters. And it took a lot of time of being who I am, who I wanted to be, because I was really sacrificing for my sisters. And I don't take that back, but I started to feel, who am I? Am I always going to be this caregiver of my sisters? Of course not. And the moment I was no longer that role, I was asking myself, then who am I if I'm not taking care of them? Who am I supposed to take care of? And that's the problem we fall into. The moment we let go of who we were taking care of, we go find somebody else to take care of instead of taking care of the one person you should really take care of, which is yourself. And that was a new discovery for me of really honing my skills in myself. And now I take great care of myself. I'm amazing. I go spend good money on myself because I deserve it. I go do stuff that I really, really love because me is number one. And of course, I still do things for my sisters. I still go see them, but they're not my responsibility. They're adults now. They get to do their thing. I get to find out who I am more with my new free time. And my mom needs to do that, but she doesn't want to. She's too scared. A lot of us are so scared to write our own life because we don't want to know what that is. It's terrifying. But again, it's writing your life. You get to choose what you want to do. If you think that the person you find will be freaking scary, it's going to be scary. That's how life works. You get to do it. Guys, if we tell ourselves that we're a pile of crap, guess what? We're a pile of crap. I have a friend who honestly says that all the time. I am a piece of crap. And it's getting to the point where, should I say it too? Should I say that you're a pile of crap to make you feel so much better? Because that's what you need, validation, that you are a tool and you're awful when in fact you're an amazing human being and you don't realize your true potential because the one who is robbing you of your potential is you. And I will continue to say that everything is you and if you want to go find the proof of that, go look in the mirror. Go see all the things that trigger you, all the things that piss you off. And it's so interesting because during this dinner, I was talking to a friend and I asked her, whoa, so what you got going on? And she said, oh, nothing. I have absolutely nothing going on. I just want to go back to work. But the job opportunities haven't presented themselves. And I say to her, girl, I would like to trade with you because I want to have some time off. You don't understand the gift of having time off. I don't have it because I'm trying to climb the ladder of success here. And I'm doing this to myself too. If you haven't listened to my previous episode, do it and I'll explain what I mean. Oh gosh. 
And so I said that I'm like, appreciate the time you have because the moment you go for work, it's going to be nonstop. And she was saying how she's doing all these self healing, how she's really hitting the gym. Guys, she is so ripped and it's freaking amazing, which is something you don't get when you're working all the time. You don't get to be that ripped. I mean, you could, you just have to put extra time and effort to it to be that ripped. And she says she's doing a lot of self healing. And I told her, the moment you are done with your self-healing, that's when the job opportunities are going to present themselves. Because sometimes we don't realize what we need until afterwards. I look at my life. I look at all the quarantine time. And I'm so grateful for that. Guys, when we were quarantined, I did juicing for a whole week, which is something I could never do now. I went on a full intermediate fasting keto diet for like three months while I was working out really intensely. And that was crazy. I can't believe I even did that. It's something I could not do while I'm constantly working now. Everything I did during quarantine, I cannot do anymore. That's why we cannot take time off for granted. It's there for a reason. We are aligning ourselves to the things we want, even though it doesn't look like it. If you want to be happy, you will get life to show you what happiness is. And it's grounding ourselves, really understanding what matters when it comes to happiness. Because it's not the cars, it's not anything that could be taken away. That's what happiness is. It's the very thing that you can do without other things. It's not drinking, that's for sure. Alcohol can make you happy, but for a certain amount of time, cars can only make you happy for a certain amount of time. Your life can get boring when it starts being super predictable for you. Very predictable or the complete opposite. If it goes chaotic, it's all of what if all the time. So you get to choose the picture you get to paint all the time and you get to choose what you want to do in the next part of your life. My sister is going to stay the same and she loves it. She freaking loves it. But do not stay where you want to stay if you're going to live in regret. We have one life. And you know what's so crazy about that dinner that I went to is that we're all going to forget about it. We're all going to forget about it in like 10 years or so. And... That's the thing about life is that it keeps moving. It keeps moving all the time. And Billie Eilish said it that she feels very free because she knows that in a hundred years, no one's going to care about what she did. In a hundred years, no one's going to care about what her family did. So it's very freeing knowing that you can do whatever you want, good or bad. In a hundred years, no one's going to care about. Look at 10 years ago. The things you care about the most. Does it matter now? Not really. Maybe all the trauma is still there. That's what matters still. But everything else, good or bad, a lot of things are gone. And a lot of things we actually truly forget. I'll look back in my diary of 10 years ago and I won't even remember some people. And now I look back and think, wow, why did I care so much? Why did I care so much about people who I was going to forget? I know it sounds really, really, really sad in that sense, but if you're trapped in this idea of 
that, oh, if I get my heart broken, oh, if I fail, oh, if this embarrassing moment, this trauma is going to happen, it's not going to matter in 10 years. It's really not. What's going to matter is, are you happy and living the life you've always wanted? That's what matters because we're going to be gone. And what's the one thing we're going to remember on our deathbeds? And I know I'm going hella dark right here and hella deep, but... If you do not know what to write in your story, if you do not know how to start on that, again, remembering is we're not here permanently. We're here temporarily. And it's up to us what we want to do with it. We can just chill and enjoy life. Or we can work our butt off and do something that involves success. I don't know. You can go love life, love what you got now, or just climb freaking high mountains. It's up to you what you want to do. It's just that level of I lived. That's all we want at the very end is to say I lived. All right, guys. I will see you guys next time. Bye.